Hi, I'm Paul Warren. And I'm Ryan Klein. And this is another episode of SEO's Dead and Other Lies. Ryan, how are you doing on this wonderful evening? Uh, I'm doing pretty well. I'm, I'm at like 50% now because you said that I was going way too crazy when we try to record this for the past 14 minutes. So I'm going to take it easy. Okay. Well, I want you to be 100%, just not 150. Okay. I'm at so 50%. somewhere in between. We, we've both had a long week, but Ryan has had a real long week. He's had some important staff members out. <laughs> Yeah, it's been a long week, but we're, we're good. It's just how we're going to wrap it up if I didn't have a, a potential client call after this too, but we're good. <laughs> so we have a great topic because uh, it's something that we're actually working on together right now, but we thought we could share some of this information with our listeners out there. And so today we're going to be talking about, you know, if, if you're launching your own website, you're doing this from scratch, you've never done it before. We're going to tell you a little bit about the steps that you have to do to do this. Um, we'll kind of walk you through what we've done to this point. We're not going to tell you what the site is yet, but uh, it, it's kind of taking me back to when we used to do a lot more of this back in the day. And I'm having to remember some stuff that I haven't done in a long time. And I'm sure you are too, Ryan. Yeah. I, I hearken back to 2016, the last time that we collaborated on a project such as this. And like Paul mentioned, I have no interest in unveiling this until it gets like, I don't know, 10,000 visitors a day. I definitely do At think- least. That is definitely a goal of ours. And yeah, I think that this is good for anyone that wants to put out a blog that people actually read. So it's not like a personal diary where you write a bunch of crap and no one ever sees it or affiliate marketing or your small business. I think it applies to everything. I think you're, you're totally right. Um, so let's, let's, let's dive into this, right? Because uh, if, you're, if you're listening to this, chances are you're probably making a website at some point or you're planning on it and you want to learn about it. So let's just let's start with the first step, right? And that's like, you got to find a domain. Um, oh, I'm, I found, I'm so glad you looking. said that. I was afraid you were going to yeah. say you got to find a theme. I'm like, no way. Okay, good. No, well, you already, I guess that's, you got to already know what you want it to be about. But let's say you've already figured that out. And now uh, you got to get a domain. So you want to find something kind of about topics and stuff. So... Uh, that you want to rank for. So you can find some keywords in it. That's always good. Uh, but if not, you, you can get some stuff with like a .io in it. You know, that's like cheaper. You don't have to have a .com. I, I really think you don't have to have a .com in general anymore. And I, I think that's I, the expectation. Yeah. And, and like, you know what? .ios are supposed to be like really the, the only other alternative, I think, as far as, you know, a sweet extension .io is really legit. And if you want to, you know, industry specific, we see dot laws and dot lawyers, dot attorneys, if you're in legal and if you're in something like food related, I'm sure that like dot yummy is probably out there. Probably not. Dot food. Um, yeah. Dot, dot, dot food. <laughs> Food.io. It's right there. <laughs> That's, That's, a good That's a good domain. Um, uh, yeah. I, I, I think people worry too much um, about like having the exact keywords in it anymore. I, I think like you, you can make a lot of stuff rank for whatever you want. For sure. And then, and then please don't hyphenate anything anymore or use dashes. I mean, it's like food dash blog slash go slash something like that looks like crap. You don't even see that anymore. So don't try to get like all nifty with it. Just find like another extension because there's, there's hundreds of them now. So yeah, don't get hung up on that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, you, you want to get a good domain and then you want to get some hosting, right? And this is really where people, I think, screw up a lot as they yeah, get I, you're, just you're, the tier below what they need hosting. No, that, you you that, definitely grew there, right, Ryan? Oh, absolutely. I mean, 
don't get me wrong. I probably still to this day buy 99% of my domains on GoDaddy because it's easy and they're all already there. And typically the first year or the first couple of years are cheap, but as convenient as it is to just click that hosted as well, that's where you're mistaken. That needs to go elsewhere. For sure. Uh, do you have some that you can recommend? I think that one thing that's slightly inexpensive for someone that's starting off, I know that GoDaddy's you know, baby mini bronze package is probably like, I don't know, something ridiculously cheap, like $50 a year. I get that that's cheap, but you're on a gnarly shared server with a gazillion other websites that probably have a bunch of vulnerabilities and it's going to go slow and customer service is going to suck. So I'm a huge proponent at this point of WP Engine. They're very similar to also, I think, Media Temple. Yeah. There's a few out there, but... I've, I've always used A2 hosting and I've, I've had pretty a pretty good experience with them. That's cheaper, uh, but, but, but yeah, they're reliable. Yeah. Familiar. Yeah, we... Our requirements for a website are a little more than standard because it's going to have a, a lot of pages and by a lot, I mean thousands and thousands. Um, but most people aren't going to have any anywhere near that. They're going to have like, you know, less than less than 50 probably to start. Yeah. Unless they start all, blogging. All that, all that matters really for most people are going to be listening. WordPress is still going to be kind of a go-to for most people. And you just want to have a host that's like, yep, WordPress is cool. You know, we're not going to let it, you know, become vulnerable. It's not going to have downtime and, you know, it's more or less pretty quick. Maybe. Yeah. Software, software so, but you want to get just something that's above the first tier of, of hosting. Um, it's just definitely going to be worth your while. Uh, there's all types of, uh, all kinds of headaches that happen from that first tier level. So just, just try and skip it if you can. Maybe get a good coupon. Go online, look one up. There's got to be one out there. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah like uh, which? Oh, what are those coupon websites that are still pretty popular? Coupon. Uh, okay. Retail me not. Uh, yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Retail me not. Yeah, you can get one from that. So once you've done that, you got to pick. Uh, you got to pick your CMS, right? So kind of your framework of your website. Oh, you know what? I'm skipping ahead. Oh yeah, yeah. What's because up? you want to have some sort of like file management, the old school way. Like, uh, you don't like want to just panel? have like WordPress. Oh yeah. I mean, at least you can expect that from most hosting packages. Yeah. But like you can, let's say you, you're hosted, you've connected your, your domain, right? You go into your, uh, your register and you put your name servers in, or you do whatever you change the C name and all of a sudden it's connected, right? Woo. And now you can, actually like go into your hosting and like install some files to give it like a CMS. But when you're doing that, uh, WordPress gives you the option to like just install WordPress and not do you like, uh, like a normal, like file editor in the, like on the back end. So you, you want to definitely do both. Just for like troubleshooting sake, you know, like later on when uh, you have to like access it a little easier, some, some things there. That's right. Uh, there's no, there's like, Sometimes there's stuff that you want to be able to delete from like uh, files that are added that like WordPress might put in or like plugins and stuff like that. And it just makes it like a lot easier if you, if you have the ability to do that. So, so I'd say that like once the, you have your domain, you have your host, you're about to set up your website. I think that you have to enroll in your local community college and learn HTML and CSS and JavaScript and PHP, then get back two years later and then start the next part of this process. 
Yeah, you can do that. Or you could just probably get a theme uh, somewhere. <laughs> oh, uh, there is that. Forest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is probably where you're, you're going to want to do. Uh, now, there's going to be a lot of free themes that you can choose from uh, within WordPress already. And we're just going to assume that you're WordPress here. You could use something else. Um, you know, you could use a, a, a Drupal, which I wouldn't suggest it. Oh, my gosh. Uh, there's like Joomla, which is more of like, I think that's more used for e-commerce and stuff in general. Uh, but 90% of the time you're going to be using WordPress. I feel like WordPress was created for millennials. And then there's like some sort of new CMS for Gen Z that we're not familiar with. Dude. Yeah. We don't even know about it. Yeah. Like we just are, we're not wanting to know we missed a memo. Yeah. If you're listening, you know about it. You need to call You need to tell us, you need to send us a message so we, we can learn about it. We, um, it's called like maybe there's a better one. There, there could be like, I, I know that, as ubiquitous and popular and reliable WordPresses, I mean, it can't be the one on top forever, right? I mean, maybe <laughs> nothing is, but who knows? Maybe this like, is the first thing. Let's just assume that you're using WordPress and then you, you've got it installed, right? And now you need a theme. Don't pick one of the free themes. You know, like you, what you want to do is like get a theme that's going to that's you want to first of all read reviews, right? But find something that has some good support and it's got good reviews. Um, it has like some demo content because you're gonna want to like install demo content so you can see what everything looks like. Yeah, uh, I there's a lot of people that buy a theme and don't know how to actually install demo content, and they're like, "Why the hell does this look like this? This isn't what I paid for." That's a great point. I guess I like before you completely knock the themes, I mean, it just so people can have a even a, a little look or a little taste of what is available. Uh, it's you know it's a, a under appearance in dashboard themes, and then you'll see popular and you'll see featured and you'll see um, latest, I believe. And yeah, they're just all ripe for the taking. I think that a lot of them that look a little bit nicer are like technically free versions. And if you want to unlock more functionality of that theme that you got for free, you might actually have to pay for it directly in there. But it's like you're saying, at the end of the day, you're going on theme forest because searching by theme is so easy. Like you, you can search by uh, style or category, you can search by industry even, which makes it a lot easier. So you might be asking yourself, where do you, where are you going to buy one? We're going to get this theme and we don't really, we don't make any money. We don't have any affiliate links, but the number one place that people buy WordPress themes has got to be theme force. I think just cause they rank really well organically, <laughs> but Ryan, you've definitely bought and bought a theme off of theme force before, right? Uh, I've purchased dozens and dozens and they range yeah, they'll range between like 30 bucks and some ones will be 60. And I know that you may think that there's a correlation between the cost and how good it is, but not really. It's just, it just depends. So if you find a, a place that offers the same like deal, like you can, so the theme forest, they don't really make themes. They just connect you with people that make them like companies that make them. I think, I don't think they make any. Um, so you could go straight to like the, the person that make like the company that makes it. Uh, but it's really just like a marketplace for it for the most part. Um, but anywhere you want to get one, you just want to make sure like you can read reviews and then it's, it's gotten like a lot of use um, and people are happy with it before you, before you download it. Um, but you really, I mean, depending on what, how you want your site to function, not, you're not going to spend probably more than a hundred dollars, maybe 120 at the most. That'd be like the high end. You can get something as cheap as $12 really. 
it's sort of up to you what, what your site's about. Yeah. And you want to make sure that the customer service is pretty decent. Like I think it'll have notes on the last time I was updated. So if you know your, your a theme has great reviews, but the last time that there was like a new version is two years ago. That's like, eh, they might not really be too responsive. Should you need help? If you see that the last update was last week, you're like, hey, they're still updating this thing and making it better, which is great. So little things like that. Yeah. Um, so uh, let's say you got your theme though. Let's move, let's move this ahead, right? Yeah. You've installed it. You've installed your demo content. You're pretty happy with it. The next thing, make sure that you download all the plugins. Um, there's probably going to be some premium plugins you have to pay for. Uh, it's up to you if you if you want to use those or not. Um, but you know, make sure that you do all that, and then just to help yourself out, set everything to automatically um, update all of your plugins and like WordPress and like the theme. Like, just make sure like you have that enabled. Uh, it's going to save you a lot of pain and heartache in the future um, if you don't. Uh, so, so definitely do that. I think Ren and I just learned the hard way that it should have been set that way to begin with. Oh gosh. Cause we had to manually update a ton of plugins. Yeah. And it like, uh, we had to like reinstall some all together. It, it was just a pain in the ass. And I think the site was down for like a little bit when we were doing it. Cause it was like, uh, it, it was weird. <laughs> well, the moral of our story is that th- this is, I guess, something that we started about 18 months ago and then wanted to pick up where we left off. And it's like, no, <laughs> that's not exactly how that works. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> long story short, just set them, set them to automatically update. Um, so w- once you've done all that, you're kind of in a good s- spot to, to really start sort of, uh, y- there's a lot of more shit you have to like set, you have to fix, um, before you can really start going. Uh, you want to download the Yoast plugin hundred percent. Uh, that's probably the best SEO plugin out there, uh, for WordPress. It's going to allow you to like, you know, set some things, um, and the, you know, the title tag, like that kind of stuff. If you want certain pages to not be indexed, you can set that stuff in there. Uh, it, it's just a really great plugin to have. Uh, and then outside of that, you're, there's some things that you're going to do like within your WordPress in general to make your website rank a little easier. And that's like how the URL structure is. Uh, so you're going to want to edit that so that you can have like actual URLs that have like keywords in it. Otherwise it's going to make a bunch of gibberish. Oh yeah. If you set the permalinks to just uh, do what it does best, which is like, Oh, you want a month and a day and a year and every single post. Right. And it's like, yeah, I love pushing all my content to the the fifth tier sub directory. (laughs) If I, if I can, I don't know why that's the default setting in WordPress. Like why, why is it? Anytime I've ever used WordPress, like down, like add a new site to WordPress, I immediately have to go in there and, and update that. So you really want to make sure that you uh, update your plugins too. Cause that's a big, like Ryan and I have learned the hard way to not, uh, what happens when you don't update your plugins automatically. I mean, there's all sorts of backdoors, there's vulnerabilities. You might have uh, just this gaping hole of a security breach on your website if just one plugin not to you know scare everyone about being obsessive but yeah that's what uh, hackers are looking for basically yeah and on something like wordpress they're definitely looking for it on wordpress because it's used a lot out there um but we what was annoying for us was, was that like the site just didn't work <laughs> like we like we had to have some like some plugins that the person like the company that created the um, the theme, like they, we had to have them for it and they hadn't been updated in like two years. 
Yeah, it's a little frustrating, especially when you get certain themes. And I don't think they'll ever preface or let you know ahead of time the slew of plugins that are necessary to make it operate or function. And then sometimes you you, you know you'll install a new theme, and it says you know, all these plugins are necessary for this theme to function. Then you you click all twelve of them, and then it starts downloading. And then it goes, wait a second, actually four of these need their own paid separately API keys. Or else they won't work, and you're like, "Come on, let me." That's know. another thing. Yeah, you want to make sure <laughs> you want to make sure that you register the theme. That's probably a good idea because then if you you know you have to get an API key generated that it matches up with the registration, and you can use all that stuff. So you know, I guess what I'm trying to say is read the read the fine print for the theme. Yeah, uh, there's documentation. Read the documentation. <laughs> you know what's funny about like the documentation for plugins is a lot of time it's a lot of times it's like a .html and people are like, I don't know how to open it. And it's like, yeah, you have to like open it with a browser. <laughs> yeah, it's like a <laughs> <that's> stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's um, like a PDF. Let's see, like, are we leaving anything out? What, what, what else are we missing here? Oh, HTTPS, you, you wanna have, you kinda, we kinda left it up from the very beginning, but you need to have that. It's been easier. Uh, it used to be like a, a major, just crazy upsell for companies like GoDaddy. Be like, oh yeah, it's secure. You're gonna have to work with the team to set it up. It costs a hundred dollars a year. And then WP Engine is just like, yeah, just here you click go. this button and here you go. It shouldn't cost money. Here, it's gonna. It sounds like you're you're you have an affiliate link for WP Engine. I don't. I don't. I know that you're I the wish. ulterior motives here, and you always preface every time. And before I mention this vendor, just let you know, <laughs> I do not get paid. No, we don't get paid. Um, I think that's really the major things you got to go through. Are we leaving anything out? Yeah, I think that when you go to general and then you you go to the site title and then like the tagline, it's always, you know, just another WordPress blog. And, I, you know, obviously you don't want it to say that. And yeah, the you title can... of the website to be not that. But at this, at this point, you're, you're just putting in content. Oh, I, I have one more thing I, I highly suggest anyone that, that's starting a website do. And that is download the old version of the WYSIWYG editor for WordPress. Oh yeah, yeah. Classic editor. Classic editor is where it's at. Um, yeah. Everyone hates the new one. Uh, I guess really everyone hates change when it comes to technology, anyways. But, but I think that we gave it a chance. It's. I was like, I was like, is it maybe more intuitive, or there are a couple of shortcuts? And then at the end of the day, it was just like, no, it's not really that great. Yeah. And so I not to use it. But you know, you you follow these steps. I think you can launch a website. <laughs> You probably definitely get one done in, in like a day. You can do that in a day. Yeah, just uh, you, don't forget your pingbacks. <laughs> <Don't laughs> really, you can do this in about an hour if you like. Well, I, yeah, I mean, we've done this so many times. It, you, if you wanted to really like stopwatch this thing, it would be less than an hour. If yeah, you wanted to, thirty minutes max. Covered all the bases. Allow yourself a little time. Don't don't be listening to this and going through it and saying. Oh shoot! It's an hour in, and I haven't even chose chose the theme yet. Like, don't feel bad. I mean, it's just, just we've done this so many times. You can always change your theme once you have. You can install a new theme. You know, it's not a big deal. People do it all the time. Yeah, test out different themes. So just don't screw around with your URL structure. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Like that. Yeah. Well, hopefully. If you're listening, you found this semi-useful if you're trying to build a website. I, I guess. suppose, <laughs> I guess the name of this, this podcast was how to get the website live with demo yeah. content. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or we're having a slightly different 
situation because like we're, we're trying to build thousands of pages and i don't think a lot of people listening are probably trying to build thousands of pages at one time so we we have a little more of a unique situation we have to deal with I guess we can uh, segue momentarily about some uh, obstacles that even we find ourselves in without getting into too many specifics. Sure. Yeah. But, um, I mean, the first thing really is, is that the more plugins the website has, especially if you're downloading a theme with a bunch of plugins, it needs to be functional. The more room for error, I believe that there is because plugins are just kind of like filling a gap at the end of the day. And if you have dozens, you're kind of setting yourself up for more potential issues. So that's something to keep in mind. Yeah, I, I think that's one of, one of the bigger ones for us. Uh, the other is just making sure everything's like updated from a payment standpoint. Uh, so nothing just like, dis- you know, like it's taken down. Well, I mean, one of the issues that we, we kind of had was indexing of pages. So even though we're still maps, having that issue, that's, yeah. we're still, still dealing with it. Yeah, I mean, we have sitemaps and we force the sitemaps and Google's still kind of like, well, we don't really care. We, we still can't crawl them. And then you have to force the crawling different ways. Yeah, that's a really unique situation. Um, why, don't you, why don't you talk a little bit about how you force them to crawl it? Uh, yeah, so you'd think that the sitemap would be more so the way that you do it. But in this case, it isn't. So, I mean, the first mistake I made, even though I've done this a million times, is that like there's no way to navigate to the actual page at first that had all the links to the locations. So if it's like not even a part of the flow, that's the starting point. So meaning that there's tons of links to individual geo pages and it's housed on a page called like areas we serve. And then from the, the homepage, it's not, it wasn't linked anywhere. <laughs> so it like that first step couldn't even be taken. So, so yeah, that's how we kind of fix that issue. Cause that was yeah. an obvious one. Well, then we also had some weird like um, CSS issues, you know, because it was displaying 10,000 links on one page that and I think it it put everything in the in the head tag. Right. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that was a weird one. Um, Yeah, I I think that I don't know how much of a tangent this is, but in some instances when you're uploading and presenting tons of information on Web pages that you don't necessarily need the average user to see, but you need search engines to see, it's going to be a lot of display none and putting them into little, little divs and sections that don't need to be seen by the the average visitor. (laughs) Yeah. So so that's another, I think the other, other one for us too, is just, there's a lot of stuff to clean up in a theme too. Um, Even though, you know, a lot of theme designers have the best intentions. um, It's generally never going to be used exactly how they expect it. Right. There's always oh. some level of customization. Well, that that's a great point. This is something that, that tons of businesses go live with their websites. Like I, I might even say half, half of businesses will get a theme and, and go live and everything on the website looks fine and people navigate to crap, but they leave them live and they're indexed and they're in sitemaps. So your typical theme, when you download demo content, the menu will, will be dropdowns of the different versions of things you can see, right? So the dropdown will have like a top nav and it'll say home, and then it'll drop down and say home one, two, three, four, because you're the user building it out. And that's the theme's way of saying like, which one do you like the most that you can see it live? And then people kind of like pick one and then they keep the other ones technically published on the website, even though people can't navigate to it. Google indexes it and it's like, okay, you have three useless homepages downloaded, uh, uh, you know, indexed on your website. That's not good. 
No. Uh, I mean, most of them are going to come out of the box like that. Um, so you got to, you got to solve that problem before you really go live with everything. I mean, do it right now. If you're listening and if you downloaded the theme, you have to look right now, you know, in the back and like your pages yeah. and you see all those pages, like about one, two, three, home, one, two, three, blog, one, two, three, like those are all pages that you've published. And if you haven't drafted them, they're alive. <laughs> like they're being indexed. Yeah. So that is something uh, you definitely want to take care of like right away. Yeah. I, I've seen like law firm websites that they've been live for years and then they still have a sitemap live called like attachment.xml or images XML. And it's all the assets from the theme for your like accessibility, but you index them. <laughs> like yeah. you, you're telling Google like, no, that's what, this generic page that, has Latin on it is a part of my website and you should crawl it. That's, that's an issue. So I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. That's yeah. a great point. So I think, I think we've covered some pretty good topics. Now I feel good. You're listening. I had it now you feel good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, you know, I think we'll probably continue talking about some level of this into the future on other episodes since we're, we're building something out right now. I mean, that's kind of what we're, we're living and doing at the moment. Stay tuned, I guess, um, for, for more awesome tips on launching a website. <laughs> that actually gets a, a massive amount of traffic. I know, I know that you're used to it. I'm not, you know, I'm used to, you know, hundreds or maybe thousands of visitors and it's pretty high, you know, high intent, but it's not, it's never going to be like that. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it's definitely cool. Um, so we'll, you know, we'll share more about that in the future. Um, but I guess I just want to say thanks to uh, all our listeners out there. really appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, if you ever have a question or you'd like to be on the show or you have a suggestion for, for someone to be on, um, you can email us at seosdeadandotherlies at gmail.com. Uh, we respond pretty quickly on there. Or you can leave us a comment on our, our YouTube channel. Um, that's really about, I guess you can LinkedIn us. That happens from time to time. Oh, anyway. yeah. We'll yeah. chat. Ask us yeah. a question or something. Well, actually, this topic is the most open-ended topic ever because we kind of just opened up like the whole topic and kind of there's a lot hard stop at the start of it. There's but, a lot to cover in this topic, um, yeah. for sure. Um, but you know, we just want to say thank you so much for listening, and be sure to like, share, subscribe anywhere that you listen to this podcast. Uh, we really appreciate it. I'm Paul Warren. I'm Ryan Klein, and this is another episode of SEO's Dead and Other Lies. Bye. Later.